When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Overall, I'm so beyond grateful for you two. You changed my life and every episode I take away more than you guys could fathom. I love you guys and I hope life is treating you just as well. That is fucking awesome. It's crazy. I what mean, a day because we're quitting the show. <laughs> we're about to announce we're quitting we're the show. Quitting the show we're today. quitting the show forever today. Oh, what a terrible day to do that. And we're starting a new one called All the Shit We Told You. That's right. <laughs> Because we mastered it. Yeah, yeah. We are experts, yeah, actually. Yeah, we are experts. Yeah, 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 see? Hello, welcome back to Shit That Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, everybody. It's Iceman. It's the Iceman today. Absolutely. How do you choose whether it's Iceman or Crypto King? Um, it depends, honestly, on how ice cold I'm feeling versus uh, how rich I'm feeling. Oh, so you feel ice cold and not rich today? I feel very poor today, but ice cold. <laughs> Because <laughs> when you walked in, you said it was hot in here. It is hot as shit in here, isn't it? Oh, so you're not really uh, not much of an ice man it's today. It's about the vibe. It's about my vibe. Oh, yeah. Feeling very cold. Feeling very chill, actually. Thank very you. Very chill. Cool. All right. Well, welcome back. Um, we have some questions from you. I feel like we've been doing a lot more Q and A's lately. However, there's been a lot more Q's to A. Yeah, a lot so, of Q's to A. I mean, if you want to be aid. Go ahead and cue us. Um, we have a, a email that you can send these to. It's podcast at Nikki.Limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. And if you're part of our Patreon, you will get first dibs on having your question answered, obviously. And then, um, you know, Steve also has a thing on Patreon that he does. It's crypto stuff, but Crypto King is not in the house today. Crypto so Corner. I won't let. No, but the Crypto King's not here. He's always here. Oh, he's inside. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> oh, okay, he's, he's back. back. <laughs> All right, sick. So uh, I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, before we get started, though, I wanted to say that we're not experts on anything, and we always give that disclaimer. So, you know, if you decide to take this advice, that's on you. There are no legal responsibilities here in this room, pal. Buddy. Buddy. Back off, dude. Hey, step Friendo. back. Okay. Right. This one's called Update, Sugaring, Not the Wax Kind, Eight-Year Relationship Breakup. All right. Hi, Nikki and Steve. Every time I watch a new episode, it's just calling me to update you guys. I've been wanting to give it enough time beforehand, and it's been over six months, so I'd say it's safe to do so. So brief recap, I was with my ex age 15 to 23, two kids and a lot of issues, and I also briefly dabbled in the sugaring stuff, but I put it all behind me, so let's move on from so that. sugar daddying, I believe. I think. Just for the layman's who are listening. I can't remember. Is that I what it was? I believe it's that stuff. Okay, yeah. so we did break up. I listened to the episode where you answered my email probably a dozen times. You two really gave me the push from a healthy relationship slash mindset aspect, which I never had an example of growing up. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Um, the breakup, and by the way, you're not alone in that. There's no. like so many unhealthy relationship examples, and how else do you learn anything about relationships unless you go to therapy and then find a healthy one? It's it's really hard. Um Anyway, the breakup was awful. I tried my best to keep it civil. I didn't argue. I didn't fight. I offered to pay all the bills here so he could save and move out. It turned to him. Uh, into it turned into him manipulating the situation for days. Nice and then cruel, trying to get a reaction, which ultimately led to a blow up and him admitting himself in for help. I was so proud, vocally so, but it was done. And I still think to this day, nine months later, he thinks. He'll sway me with a grand gesture just to turn around and insult and belittle me. He doesn't have any uh, set parenting times either. But as for me, I flourished. I went to the ocean for the first time in my life. I took my kids and showed them more than I was ever given the chance to see at their age. I turned 24. Oh my gosh. And there's a baby emoji. <laughs> you are. That's cute. 
Um, wow, 24. Okay, that's awesome. You have your whole life ahead of you. That's awesome. Yeah, she's supposed to get through 25, Nikki, according well, to the yeah. theory of well, Nikki. Then she has her whole life ahead okay, of her. got it. Okay. I quit my comfortable work from home job of seven years and was immediately hired at a place I will grow in and as my ultimate dream job. I'm comfortable being a single mom and their routines. I paid for and enrolled my daughter in gymnastics all by myself. No financial help. Mom made it happen. I also got my driver's license, self-taught. I got over my intense fear of being in a vehicle, let alone being in control of it. Wow, self-taught. That's got to be scary as fuck. That's unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. What can't you do out there? Yeah, seriously. That should make you feel very confident. And not just that, but all of this combined. Um, I did have a new relationship, which lasted about six months. I'm still a little sad over that one. It's just not our time to be together. He was really good to me. He raised the the standards on how I want to be treated by my man compared to my ex. And I look at all of it as just that. Imagine how my future forever person will be if I continue to walk away at the first signs of it not working out instead of trying to fix it. I've been working on myself so hard, my communication skills, my love languages, my boundaries, focusing more on my platonic relationships. I try to tell my parents I love them and try to build a relationship with them. I have goals I have been meeting and nobody is holding me back. Overall, I'm so beyond grateful for you two. You changed my life and every episode I take away more than you guys could fathom. I love you guys and I hope life is treating you just as well. That is fucking awesome. crazy. What a day because we're quitting the show. (laughs) We're about to announce we're quitting the show. We're quitting the show today. We're quitting the show forever today. Oh, what a terrible day to do that. And we're starting a new one called All the Shit We Told You. That's right. Because we mastered it. Yeah. yeah. We are experts, yeah, actually. Yeah, we are experts. Yeah, 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 yeah. See? And if you follow our advice, you could, have, you too could have a beautiful you too life. You could go to take your kids to the beach one day. Yeah. That's really nice, actually. But you can't avoid being 25. Sorry. Yeah, it's over for you next year. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> so you know what? Soak take, it up, friend. Take, taking the tools that you... I mean, you've already been through... A lot, obviously. So you'll handle 25 like a beast. Yeah, I'm uh, to have this much growth by 24 yeah, is incredible. You're Gucci. It is so awesome. I'm jealous. My past 24-year-old self is Same. jealous. That's so awesome. I'm so happy for you. And I hope things just continue to get better and better for you. And even it, it, there will be more stumbling blocks, but even through those, I feel like you have the right tools in your tool, tool belt to take those as lessons and grow from them rather than like see them as the ultimate setback absolutely you know so cool so so good to hear all right the next one's called bucket of compliments and short question lol i love both of those things anonymous call me cake oh (laughs) what's up cake just one cake not cakes that makes sense not baby cakes okay everyone likes that hey guys i've been watching i like all the cakes some people only like boobs Okay. <laughs> That's a cool tidbit. I've been watching you guys since the totally sketch days. Wow, you're a Whoa, dinosaur. Crazy. It's super awkward to watch them now so that's, <laughs> that so much time has passed. Yeah, please no one do that. Yeah, you don't need to. You're good. Don't ever do We won't even explain what that is to any of you who no. don't know. No. I love you guys so much and I listen to you guys all the time on the train to work. Question. I found my soulmate. He's absolutely amazing. He made me realize how easy love can be and I'm forever grateful to have him in my life. I found out 10 months into our relationship that he lied to me about it. I was just going to say, like, be careful about, oh, my gosh, this soulmate makes everything easy. Like, yeah. okay, okay, but I'm okay. Here it comes. Okay. So I found out 10 months into a relationship that he lied to me about having a bachelor's degree because he thought I wouldn't want to date him if he didn't have one. Okay, that's not too bad of a lie yet. Okay. Okay. He has recently applied for a bachelor program, but I feel like I was really blindsided by someone I trusted so fully. He said it will be the last time this will ever happen. I never want to break up with him, but how would you build trust up again? Okay, I actually, I could see this. Well, I don't know everything about this guy. Who knows if this is just the tip of the iceberg of all the lies? Maybe he's that kind of guy. Oh my God, Nikki. Definitely had a boyfriend like that. (laughs) I definitely had a boyfriend like that. I understand. But... What I want to say, my gut is saying that sometimes if you're on a first date with someone and you're trying to impress them and you think that they won't like you if they knew the real you, you maybe fabricate some of your life because what if the date doesn't work out? Then you never see them again and like whatever. And so like sometimes people just kind of fabricate things in their life and then it ended up becoming a real thing like a serious thing and then it's probably been in the back of his mind forever especially the yeah. more that you ask him about things like why don't you use your degree to get blah blah, blah. or like why don't you get a job here oh That's they need so a degree funny. you know and it's just like this little white lie he told just became this elephant and i'm actually really happy that he told you t- 10 months into it and not like five years later 
Yeah, well, do you think this cat was just like, man, I really like this chick. All right, I'm just going to lay it on thick. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I'm also... I'm sympathetic for some reason uh, with this. To uh, him saying a bachelor's degree, it, uh, not to put a bachelor's degree down, but it's but, the most common one. Like, it's not like he said, I'm a PhD or I'm, I have a doctorate, you know, like... It's a pretty decent lie, yeah. It's He's like not a, catch me if you it's can. It's a common <laughs> lie. Yeah, exactly. You set the stand... These like, I'm going to put minimal yeah. standards yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, I do believe... He's like, remember when I said I worked at the coal mine? <laughs> I work at the copper mine. I'm so sorry. I'll never lie. I again. sell mining equipment, actually. Yeah, please please forgive me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I think that it was... I think it's just a, a silly... It's a whiter lie than I think maybe you're thinking. Yeah. But, you know, I can't... Look, if you have... If your values are like, you know what... If you have spidey senses that are like, this isn't the only lie he's been telling... Yeah, put it then, up against that. You know, maybe look into it a little bit more but if it's just this i think it's fine i think it's fine and it, and he's your soulmate and dude if he was gonna work for elon musk he would have to lie about not being at college there you go see what i'm saying yeah elon musk doesn't want you if you've been to college for example <laughs> college ruins your creative thinking according to elon musk see so there you go. See, that's not what we think. That's what that's not that what cat we thinks. think. But oh yeah, we'll light you up that's, in the comments. Oh, that's true. I was just trying to say, like, from Elon Musk's perspective, but I leave that part out, and then it's just taken out of context. And then people think that you hate college now again. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. If it maybe I don't even know, like, if you expressed that that was important to you. That's what I'm saying. If it's that's your, another thing. If your values are like, you know what? You have that to have a That was a big deal to me. Yeah. And like, so, so that's different. That's I don't, different, I, I don't yeah. know you didn't, enough to know. Everyone so has tough. their own deal breakers. Exactly. So it's tough for me to just say for you. Yeah, what's a big deal? I don't want to do that. But I'm just telling you that outside looking in, it doesn't seem like that big a deal. But maybe just my, because like, I'm not sitting here with a fucking college degree. I'll tell you that. So maybe I, I'm just less biased towards that in some way. So you have to consider that. You have to listen. You know, consider the, who the narrator is. Right? Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I'm not, you know. Yeah, there's so many variables in this exactly, situation. Exactly, but it but it really just comes down to can you for can you actually forgive that lie? It was a lie. Can you forgive it? Is it something you can move on from, or is it something where you're like, you know what, I can't actually, Steve? Because if it's something you can't, then I say, Mark, hit the breakup button. But if it's something that you can, yeah, and you don't think it's significant towards your relationship with this person because the way they treat you and everything else is pretty Gucci, yeah, then I would say stay Gucci, and Mark hit the stay Gucci button. Yeah, hit that stay Gucci button. We don't hit that one enough. Stay Gucci. Oh. He just hit it. I didn't like it. Well, it was Mark's fault. Okay, true. Yeah. Mark, well, just do better. You, Mark. Do better. Seriously? Do a better Seriously? job. Seriously? That well, was your hey Gucci? Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say, because the only thing I can relate to with this particular situation was um, I had a, a boyfriend um, long term and five years into it this story that was like so much a part of his life and his childhood and what shaped him as oh, a person was that his dad like abused him so badly when he was a child that he like got knocked unconscious and woke up in a hospital and like his mom was crying and that's why he's so like loyal to his mom it's like this whole fabricated thing that like was this whole thing. And, and, like, it, Nikki, and he used it to like get sympathy. He just went to the beach, he took off his shirt, and like, he had lines on his back, and he's like, I used to get whipped by my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. he would, like, it wasn't just in one instance. No. His cat would keep oh, it going. Th we were in Hawaii, and he wouldn't go to the beach. Like, we would... Why the fuck would you go to Hawaii if you're not going to go to the you beach? You don't go to Hawaii. You okay, go to the beach. so he didn't want to go to the beach because he didn't want to take his shirt off because of the abuse marks on his back. And people seeing that, he just had like marks. stuff like shit like just that. Working out, I had the same and, shit. Yeah, and it was. It turned out that it was just stre stretch marks from working out. Yep. And I was like, "But why the story?" And he said that he would get sympathy with it. Like he said, it actually happened to his dad. Oh, he just took the story. And he took the story, and then he got sympathy from his ex girlfriend in high school, and then like it just became like a thing that like it felt good when he was getting attention for it. Yuck. Yeah, and so something like that, like really, like made me sick. And it wasn't just that; there was like a lot of other things with the relationship that I just wasn't feeling. But, um, but that I just don't think that was one that I couldn't. It was too big a yucky. Yeah, it was too yuck. Too yuck. And it would, yeah. it did, it really tainted how I saw him. Yeah. Um, but that's very different. And he told me years into our relationship, 
after many, many sessions of me holding him while he's crying. About that? Yeah, about that. Good God. Yeah. So. 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 That's the only thing I can relate to. Have you ever held me while I was crying? Different. Yeah. When? Maybe I didn't hold you. You don't fucking hold me when I'm crying. That's true. Do you want me to hold you? Don't you ever hold me Do you want I'm me crying. to hold you? Hey, look at me. Don't you ever fucking I don't think hold you me. You get while held enough while you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's good. <laughs> so sad. I need to do better. Do better, please. Okay. <laughs> you just help me realize my relationship's incomplete. I need someone who holds me while I'm crying. Okay. I will next time. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll rub your, your little backy poo. <laughs> All right, this one's called Help with Breaking Up. Oh, we can do that. Mark, oh, yeah. prepare the buttons. Get ready, Mark. Hover. 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 Okay. Hi, my name is Tu. I think it's that's how you say it. It's T-H-U. Thu or Tu? It's Tu. I think Tu. Yeah. Tu. I love the podcast. Thank you. Five stars all the way. Oh, my God. We Yay. love you so much. Thank you. I also love Big Mood and you guys on JK News, our chief competitors. Don't say that. <laughs> I will try my best to summarize, but I'm bad at storytelling. Okay. It's not setting yourself up for success here. I'm 20 years old and currently a full-time college student at UCI. So hi from SoCal. And my boyfriend is 23 and he does freelance stuff reselling. We've been together for over two years and it started out really rough and toxic, mostly on his part because of his anger issues and big ass ego, which I overlooked because I had low self-confidence back then. But we worked through it and now he's become a really good partner, aside from a few fights now and then, which are mostly because I don't want to have sex and he gets mad and shuts down when I don't want to. Totally been there. Uh, lately I haven't felt sexually attracted to him and I usually have a high libido, but I still have love for him. I just don't know if it's a romantic way anymore. There are some things that I realize that I want a relationship that he doesn't do even when I ask for it, like attention to detail because I like certain things done a certain way, like making the bed, just being attentive to me so that I feel cared for. And someone with a drive and is goal oriented, he's kind of working on it, but I don't see him working towards an end goal. For a while now, we haven't had a good conversation and I value being able to have a good conversation. Sounds like your love language is quality time and acts of service. I think I want to be better for myself, but I don't know how to break it off without making him feel completely blindsided because on paper, everything is perfect right now. He's very nice and even helps out around the house, like cooking, washing dishes and taking the trash out. It also makes it harder that we live together and he moved down to SoCal from NorCal for me. Oh, that always sucks when That's someone difficult. moved for you. That's so we tell we tell people don't move for like have something else going on if you're yes, gonna make have the something move. Else going on. But don't move don't just, just for just, a person. Oh god. Unless you're married with a family or something like that, something other tie that's like not boyfriend, girlfriend, shit. No, 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 no. Or no, getting no, married no, or whatever. No, 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 bro. That's better. Also, I want to let you know that Big Moon played a big role in me regaining my self-confidence and wanting more for myself. So this is kind of your fault. Jason, can you just get <laughs> No, it's not. It's, well, our fault for the breakup, baby. That's that's going to be your welcome later. Um, but not for finding a dude that is meh for well, you. Well, but she found her self-confidence. She's talking about, she's thanking you guys for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. But I, but. But okay, you know, it's awesome. maybe that maybe that didn't come off. Yeah, right. it's awesome. It's awesome. It is awesome. I'm really glad you found yourself confidence. Yeah. Um, and it taught me a lot about healthy communication in a relationship. So thank you so much for being like the older siblings I wish I had. Sorry, this ended up being long. Anyways, I tried my best. LOL. That was great. Yeah, that so was awesome. So many people set that up so much. You know, they set up no, so it was, much. It was good that you set the the bar down here. It was all so the way we down. were expecting like, oh no, here we go. Yeah. And then it ended up being stellar. It was really good. So thanks for that. Um, yeah, it's fucking hard. I, I I feel you on this. Definitely had nice guy boyfriends. You that... can care about a person and still it doesn't work out. Yeah. That's and, just how it is sometimes. And you're very young. And, you know, so that age range especially, people grow apart much quicker. Yes. Because you're finding your identities at that age. Mm -hmm. And what you liked at 17, 18 is not what you like at 23, 24. Yeah, you have to grow with the person. I yeah. think that's what you're maybe missing here because it sounds like you did some growing on, on your own and then yeah. he's kind of still trying to play catch up and you're kind of like, I want you to know what you want to do. So the same guy moved to LA for me, didn't really have his own thing going on. And even when we had like a great relationship, like we fought a lot in the beginning, you probably heard this story because I told him Big Mood yeah. and, and she didn't tell you a lot. But like- we were to, we almost got married because like I had love for him I loved him but I just My wasn't in, in love with him it was like a family member yeah and that's what it felt like and I didn't want to have sex with him ever because it like ew would you want to have sex with your family member no. no and that's what it felt like it felt like 
someone that knows me. My sister's very hot. That though. cares for me. I've heard. Thank you. I think you just need to rip the band-aid off too. Yeah, I do too. I do yeah. too. Look, it look, you have to really just sit there. I want you to pro and cons it for me. Okay. You gotta actually look at this thing. It sounds like you already know what you want to do. Yeah. But you sound like a very logical person who wants to really like go through all the things before you make your big decision so that when you make your big decision you can stick by it i think that will help you so please do that for me um if you will and run through like just it what helps me with these like tough situations is running it through my mind how it's going to go a few times so that i'm used to what the reactions are i'm prepared for it like i you know him you know how he's going to react so what are the possibilities of him his reactions and honestly he probably kind of feels it coming. Maybe. He probably does. I'll be honest though, man, because I've done the breaking up thing and it sucks. But if you don't play yourself, if you play a character, you can get through it much easier. I promise you that. So like, How's that work? Well, um, I remember I was breaking up with a girl one time and she was like, why? She's like, this isn't even you. You're not even being yourself. And I knew that I wasn't being myself because I needed to be this character that I created for this thing oh, to get through it because I am a very, like anybody who listens to the show like more than a couple of times, I'm a, I care about people a lot and so it's really, really difficult for me to see a person who needs help and not to not help them. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very difficult for me. So especially when that's your person, supposed to be your person, when they're going through the throes of the breakup, you want to be there for them but then that's actually destructive towards them because you're trying to sever the relationship. So yeah, just putting on this suit almost and being this other guy helped me get all the way through it the way that I couldn't have done as me. Interesting. Yeah. So like a wall. Absolutely. I'm the, I feel like I went the opposite. So I was l- like really like building the pros and cons mm-hmm. list mm-hmm. and like really figuring out like why I want to end this relationship. And really it was like because I w- would feel freer without him than with him. That's rough. I couldn't like the thought of marrying him and spending forever with him sounded like a jail sentence. Um, <laughs> so I like I really walked my through myself through like okay like let's say I stick this out for another forever because we're he's probably gonna propose to me. Um, am I happy? No, future me is not happy. So what's the worst part of this breakup is that I'm gonna hurt somebody that I love. Yeah, they're gonna be like why they're gonna they're gonna be confused they're gonna try to save it they're gonna do a lot of things to stop this but ultimately i can't sacrifice my own happiness for someone else's if we can't be happy together then it there's really no point because i'm not going to be happy so you're not going to be happy and then i'm just sacrificing both of our happinesses really and so i just had to keep reminding myself the reason I was doing this and just be as open and truthful as possible. And it opened it up that he could have stabbed me like with words, you know, feeling not really stabbed me, but like, you know, it was, I was vulnerable in that situation because I just felt like I owed him that respect at least, but I was firm in my stance. It's good. And it was because I went through it in my mind and, Okay, what what if he says this? Okay, but I can't I still can't sacrifice my own happiness. Okay, well if he says this, yeah, well we still aren't gonna be happy in the future. So even if we we go, okay, let's stay together, it's just delaying the inevitable. So why do I want to waste either of our times? Yeah. You know, I'm setting his him free even if he doesn't see it right now. Right. And he didn't say he actually went through a lot of therapy afterwards because he was he was so confused and hurt and stuff by it, but um, now he's like happy and married. So like yeah. in, in the long run, it works out for both, both parties. Yeah. And that's the thing too. This might be the push that he needs to get to where he's going anyway in life. Yeah. And may, you know, you know, if he rises to the occasion, mm-hmm. but that's also not going to be your problem. So I want you to make sure that you don't take it upon yourself to try to fix the, the situation that you quote unquote caused because you did initiate the big hurt, but it's really not on you. It's just an incompatibility thing. Yeah. I want you to remember that as you go through it. It's really hard. It's really hard. Especially if you care about people, it's really hard. But you gotta, you gotta care about you first. Yeah, remember? always. I also just want to warn you about the after of this because you might miss like the friendship part of it, and you might in- invite them to like hang out as friends, you know, because you miss the friendship part of it. 
they're going to think they still have a chance yeah, with don't you. Don't do that shit. And it really hurts more for them later because you don't. You're you, prolonging the pain. You just meet. You just miss the friendship part of it. Yeah. I definitely did that. And that's the only part I feel bad about yeah. is that he felt like he still had a chance after. But I was definitely a no on it ever happening again. Yeah. Maybe it's an unfair uh, um, characterization. But I feel like California chicks are like that. But <laughs> What? I 100% believe that. What are you talking oh, about? Dude. All the chicks in my house were growing up. They're like, you know, when we broke up and it's great, we're friends. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah. And like, we still, like, I still see him a couple times a week. And I'm like, yeah. Well, what's hard is that I've only serious relationship with guys that were my, that I felt best friends with. You know, like, I've only been in four serious relationships. Oh, wow. Only four. Yeah. Nice. Well, like the high school one probably doesn't count. No, but I felt Hell like no. it was pretty serious to me at that time. But but all of them, everything serious in high school. They're my best friend. Though, like, oh, the so afterwards, you know, you miss the friendship part, and and then selfish like, fuck. <laughs> it yeah, is. It I know. Is. And since I was the one, two out of those three times, I was the one doing the breaking up. Yeah. They still wanted to hang out as friends, so it's like, oh well, I still want to. Hang- I still missed a friendship. They still want to hang out as friends, but I didn't know that in the back of their minds, they thought they still like had a chance. Yeah, buddy. So I learned that lesson. That's a good lesson. Thanks for bringing that up. That's but when I lesson. was the one getting broken up with, or like, I guess it was mutual, but I caught him cheating, so it was. I was the one hurt in that breakup. Yeah. I didn't want a fucking thing to do with that guy. Yeah. I'm like, you're not my best friend. My best friend would never do that to me. Exactly. Yeah. Even though this person would still text you like years later, it's like, what the fuck is your know. deal, dude? That guy's, that guy's, that guy's on a, a different level. Psychopath. Yeah. Bro. Anyway, Mark, hit that breakup button. Yeah. Please. Sounds like you need it. Breakup. It is. Feels good. Feels good. Feels good to hear it. Don't hit that Gucci button though. Don't hit the Gucci I button. I hate it. I like the Gucci button though, Mark. Work on it. Work. I Do want a better. better I want a better Gucci Do button better. by the end of this episode. <laughs> All right, we're going to go on a break, and when we come back, we are going to answer more of your questions. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome back. Hope you bought everything we told you to buy and downloaded everything we told you to download. Uh, we have a few more questions from you, and I'm very excited to get to them. I don't read these questions beforehand, but I just get excited by the titles. This one's titled, I Never Want to Work Again. Oh, wow. Okay. I think that's relatable. Hi, Nikki and Steve. First off, my friend Jansen recommended your podcast. Shout out to Jansen. Whoa, whoa. Let's go, Jansen. 
Uh, I've been listening to it every day since uh, since he recommended it on the. Uh, wait, I don't know if it's a he. Hold on. Uh, I've been. Jansen's got to be a he, right? Who named somebody Jansen? <laughs> okay. Who first of all, who named somebody Jansen? Just in be- in the beginning. It's two S's too. <laughs> I've been listening to it every day. Hey, by the way, we love you, Jansen. Thank you. I freaking love Jansen. That's a fucking interesting name, though, Jansen. I want to know you better. It's saying. Okay. Uh, anyway, Jansen recommended this podcast to this person, and I've been listening to it every day since on my way to work and back. You guys are great. I feel like I've learned so much already. Keep up the great work. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Thank you. Anyways, I'm Sophia, 22 female. What's up, Sophia? And I never want to work a day in my life again, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. I mean, at 22, same, because what kind of jobs have you had so far? The, Dude. the, the like entry-level yeah. corporate America. Jobs. I was in corporate America. I get it. Really, I've just been thinking tons about investing, whether it be stocks, crypto, or real estate. I don't have enough yet to invest in any right now. I want to save a six-month emergency fund first, but I was wondering what to do after that. I really love to grind out the work now and eventually have passive income so I'm free to travel and do my passion projects, etc. I know I'm extremely young, but I want to use that to make to my advantage and start now and make even more money in the long run. This also doesn't have to be just investing. Any tips on what type of savings account to put your money into or about starting a Roth IRA? Etc. would be helpful. So basically the question is, if you guys could go back to 22 with all the knowledge you have now, what would be the steps you take to get closer to financial freedom? Thanks so much. Love you. Sophia. Okay, Sophia, if you have a savings account right now, you're losing 7.8% right now to inflation. First thing I tell people who ask me this question all the time, I tell them you need to have your day-to-day life covered, right? Mm -hmm. So your rent and your like groceries, cash flow, all that's got to be covered. And then you can start to make investments, okay? But once it's time to make investments, it's time to prioritize your your comfortability level, right? Are you the kind of person who needs their investment to be super, super duper ultra safe? Like no matter what, this is like locked in and it's going to be in 30 years, it's going to be worth a certain amount of money. Well, then you're a very safe. Sounds like she doesn't want to wait 30 years. Conservative investor. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't sound like it, right? Yeah. So then, you know, um, if you're looking to be more aggressive about this thing, you then- should join our our business. It's um, you sign up three friends and we make a little bit of money off right. it, but then you make money off it, all of the friends that they and sign up. And we send you a, <laughs> what I can only describe as a lot of product. A well, lot. You, you have to buy it. You have to buy it from us. And then you sell it to your friends, and then they you, sell it to their friends. Well, you fill your house with anyway. it, and then if you can sell it to your friends, it's even better. We're giving away too much. This is for serious people only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so. trying to serious only. No, but look, look. Um, in all seriousness, uh, there's so many different ways you can use your money to make more money. I, I really wish that everyone uh, knew that. So my biggest thing is, the biggest thing I tell my crypto corner people, it's just about your own thing, though. It's like, what do you want to do? So like for most people, I tell them about the tripod. I say Bitcoin, Ethereum, and BNB, which is Binance um, coin. But I honestly think you can go Bitcoin, Ethereum, Luna now, like which is my baby. Luna's taking care of all my crypto corners. It's been great. You're wearing a Wu hat. So. I'm wearing a Wu hat. You know, that's that's going to be a great move here in the, in the next, you know, I don't even know how long. I don't really do timetables, but um, it's, it's a great under um, – um, Appreciate a gem, mm-hmm. but but that's beside my point. So so you could take your money and you could put it into a savings account right now. Um, in a similar way, it's called Anchor Protocol, on and it's using crypto. Um, so you put your money into this thing called UST, and then you lock it up on Anchor Protocol. You get nineteen point four percent fixed on a stable coin, so you're not exposed to the volatility of crypto. You can do that right now. You can do it today. I mean, you could probably take like two days to get it all set up and going, but it's not difficult to do. So um, I'm just telling you about the moves that can be made. It's not just what you see in front of you. There's so much more going on under the surface, especially in the crypto land that I uh, couldn't be more excited about. So look, this isn't, I'm not trying to tell you come join Crypto Corner. You can do whatever you want to do, but that's where I am talking about this stuff nonstop. Um, but I would just tell, like I tell anybody, get um, go to crypto.com, buy Luna, go to Terra.money, click learn, open a, a Terra wallet with based on whatever your you know you have Apple, you have like Windows or whatever it is. You can download Terra wallet. You can use it. Save your seed phrase. Store it somewhere safe. Okay. Then you can, can you can send your crypto.com Luna into your your Terra Station um, wallet. 
you can swap it there for UST and then you go to app.anchor.protocol and you can lock it up there into the earn tab. So there you go. Boom. I'm, I'm not asking you to join Crypto Corner. That's just something that you could do um, tonight and you can just test it out. You, you put your money in, take your money out. You can take your money out in 30 seconds. So I'm just telling you about, you could see it accrue in real time or there's even you know other methods that you could do. But there, there's at least something, right? I'm not telling you to put your whole savings account into it, right? But there's something where you go, holy shit, didn't know this existed. I'm taking $200 into it and I can see how it's accruing. That's interesting. And you just decide how comfortable you are with something like that. You know, another thing you could do is maybe what more what Nikki has done in the past, which is stonks. I feel like I should answer this question first and then you take over from the investing part because I would start by telling my 20, well. She wants to not work again. No, I know that. Okay. Okay. So, but I was just laying down the basics first. Mm -hmm. So, and then once you have like, your little nest egg because she doesn't even have like a nest egg yet so then i would put it into an investment like that yeah something that's going to grow a little bit more rapidly and stuff but i started at 18 luckily like i just felt was very fortunate to stumble upon the book rich dad poor dad and think whatever you want about robert kiyosaki like whatever like people have different opinions on him i still think that the concepts that he brought to light in that book are still like a hundred percent on point um my, i would say start reading now like read as much as you can on on the fine like uh the way that business and investor people think because it's if you don't have the mindset it doesn't set you up properly to put you in the position to succeed with um with money mm -hmm. uh so read all these books read uh Rich Dad, Poor Dad, read Cashflow Quadrant, read uh, Napoleon point. Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, Tipping Point's good, uh, but like these, uh, Think and Grow Rich is Napoleon Hill when interviewed all the richest people in the world at that time um, that were like self-made and saw like wrote down like all the things that they had in common, like the qualities that they all shared. And so it's it's a, it's a mindset thing. And then Robert Kiyosaki's whole thing is um, taking you from the employee mindset, which we've all been trained on from the beginning, and putting you into more of a business mindset and looking at like what parts of your thinking are not setting you up for success. Because so, number one, I would invest in yourself. I know that sounds cheesy, but that's true. Like, but you're reading all these books. Two, I would set a set aside ten at least ten percent of your income. Like you can survive off of 90% of your income. Most people can survive off 90% of their income. They just don't because there's a, I forget what this concept is called, but however much money you give yourself is how much you're going to spend. However much time you give yourself to complete something is how much time it's going to take. There's like this rule like that where you just will find a way to spend that amount of money or, or spend that much time doing it. If you give yourself one day to do something, you'll get it done in a day. If you give yourself an hour to do that same thing, you'll get it done in an hour. But we just like are built that way for some reason and so a lot of people are like i can't put away 10 percent of my income yes you can actually you can and i don't know how or where you're spending your extra money but like i i can almost guarantee you that you could set aside 10 percent of your income and then you have this little nest egg on the side and then once you get your savings up to a thousand dollars i would keep that as an emergency fund anything over that i would start doing what steve is talking about which is investing into something that's going to show you gains right away yeah be more aggressive yeah but be it more depends aggressive. the time of year because like dude crypto you know i believe in this i still believe in cycles so you could be joining during a bear market but even better if you have money put aside you could be aggressively buying which is when people you know become millionaires in this game because they're scooping the bear lows which yeah. is what you should be doing which is what i was begging people to do for years everyone's laughing at me saying crypto's dead and those people who were doing it are the millionaires now the people who weren't are trying to play catch up so it's just about recognizing what you know, what you don't know, maybe, um, and then investing into what you are trying to, you know, make your future into. Yeah. And then also, I know you don't want to work, but um, you need some sort of cash flow, like Steve was saying. So you might have to suck it up, have a job, uh, have your job, but then work on your passion on the side, like be building something on the side and be building something that gives you multiple streams of income, be building things that uh, eventually might give you passive income, but 
build things on the side that you actually just love doing that you can later monetize. So then when you quit your job that you don't like, it doesn't feel so much like work to do all these other things because you've been building something that you actually love doing. And if you love it, like if you get obsessed with it and you yeah. love it, like you don't even know where it could lead because you could just get obsessed with like the idea of saving your money and using it to make more money. I know I did. Um, and even, you know, we actually have, I, there's a lot of people around me who, who thank me all the time. Like, man, I didn't even know how cool all this crypto stuff is, but I just want to thank you because, because I know about crypto. I got promoted at my job because I'm the only guy there who knows anything about crypto and like crypto starting to come into the mainstream a little more. Yeah. And like every time there was questions at my company, they like, I was able to answer them and they're like, holy shit, this guy's so much more valuable than we ever thought. We thought he was a big piece of shit before. Yeah. And now we, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just, it's interesting how you can get interested in something yes. and then that can benefit you. Absolutely. Well, back in the day, I'm dating myself way back to MySpace days, but I just started making videos like as for fun because I just wanted a way to express myself like comedically and I was doing stand up and I was doing a lot of things for free and I was just doing it for fun. And I learned how to edit. And then like later, I randomly got editing jobs. And like, I already knew how to do, th like, I was building skills without consciously being like, okay, this skill will make me money. So I'm going to build it. It was like, no, I'm just doing things for fun because I enjoy doing them. And then those skills ended up being useful later. So that exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So just think about like what you actually love doing because okay, what are you going to do? With, let's say you have all kinds of passive income. Like you're like, your life is set. What are you doing on a daily basis? What's your life look like? What do you enjoy doing? I think a lot of people focus too much on the like, how yeah. do I get rich? And they don't focus on like, what do I love to do? How how can I do more of that all the time? Because you still, you're going to feel like you don't have a purpose if you don't figure that you shit out. You need your purpose, 100%. Yeah. You need your purpose. Yeah. And then the rest is like, okay, well, we'll build, we're building other things on the side. Right, you know, they're like a, Accoutrement. Couldn't agree more. It's a word that Steve likes to use. Thank you. Okay. Well, good luck out there. You're very young, and I, I think that you got a a good head on your shoulders to move forward. And To that. be asking these questions at 22, yeah. you're so Gucci. Mark should hit the Gucci button. The new one. Stay Gucci. Thank you, Mark. Wow. Incredible. That was an improvement. Such a better job. Thank you. You see, you just got to push him a little. I, I get it now. Yeah. You got to beat him up a little bit to teach him. Yeah. All right. This next one is called First Timer. Oh, yeah. By the way, thanks, Jansen, for recommending Sophia the podcast. If you like the podcast and you want to see it do well in, in the world, share it with your friends. Yeah, help a lot. And we'll make fun of your name, too. That's right. No matter what it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. Although, you have to agree, Jansen, that's kind of an odd one. You don't hear that one every day. I don't day hear that one. Life. I hear it as a last name, maybe. Jensen. Like, sure. I hear it in like a commercial, an insurance commercial. It's like, Jensen, where are the reports? Maybe it's Nordic or something like that. You know, I hope so. I it's hope like so. Hansen, I feel like it's like a, <laughs> it's like an yeah. Amsterdam name yeah. or something. For sure. Okay, first timer, all in caps, is the subject of this email. Hi, Nikki and Steve. First of all, I wanted to say that I love listening to you both and have been a fan for so many years. Oh my god, thank you. Yay. Love all the advice you give from relationships to investing. Keep it going. I'd like to stay anonymous. Okay. No sweat. Cakes too. Apple sweat. Apple sweat cakes. Love it. I'm a 24-year-old female in my first ever serious relationship. Also, first relationship. Congrats. So there's a lot of stuff I don't know. Like, between what's normal... Oh, yeah, this... Oh, I forgot about this whole part of, like, is this normal to do in a relationship? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's normal or right or wrong in a relationship? I've learned that I am quite an anxious individual when it comes to being in a relationship. Like I have separation anxiety for my partner, even though I don't live too far from them. But I'm in grad school, so school is my top priority and work is a top priority for them. Surprisingly, school is not the main issue between us. It's just how we feel slash express our emotions. Whenever I leave him or go back to my place, I always get so sad mentally and physically for at least a day or until I fall asleep and wake up again. He is not affected at all, even when we won't be seeing each other for like a week or an extended period of time i've been trying to work on myself to not feel this type of sadness but i'm not sure how to let it go also i think uh, i start thinking of the future and that gives me anxiety like he has a trip coming up and i'm excited for him to go on it um i can't make it because of school but for some reason i just get anxiety thinking of him, him leaving me for about a week while he has fun and i have to stick around and do my schoolwork, which i know i put myself through but i i know if the world roles were reversed 
he wouldn't feel the same way I do, which frustrates me because it makes me feel crazy and overly clingy or needy. I just want to know without rumbling too much, is the way I'm feeling something that people feel and how do I work through it? Also, I have started therapy mostly for school stress, but I'm thinking of bringing up these feelings to my therapist as well. Thank you. Any, insert any name you want. Apple sweatcakes. Okay, apple sweatcakes. I'm so happy you're going to therapy. Definitely bring these up. Yeah, this is good. Definitely. Because it all affects everything. I you just know? think that you guys just have different love languages. Absolutely. It? That's exactly what I was going to say. Right. But also, a first relationship, you are a little bit more clingy. Oh, true. True. You, yeah. Because you're nervous about and it. You're need, and you don't, and you, this is Uncharted new territory. to you. Yeah. Like, imagine like never having felt love before. And then you're like, oh my you God. You like, all costs. It changes your world. Yeah. And you're just like. How can he not be feeling this yeah. overwhelming state of emotion? And it, like that is totally normal to feel that way. Oh yeah. But that's why in Wedding Crashers, like when she says that she was a virgin before they had sex, like all of a sudden she was rated a stage five clinger because, you know, first timers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, you don't know what you're gonna get, and that's the whole cliche about them. But it makes sense because you've never felt these feelings before. You want to preserve them, you want to protect them, and then when they're not feeling it back, or it seems like they're not feeling it the same degree, then it's like, oh no, like they're not in this as much as me. I'll tell you right now, straight up vulnerability moment. For the first probably year and like uh, two months of our relationship or so, I remember waking up every day being like, you know what? I wonder if she still likes me. <laughs> only because me too yeah because i liked you so fucking much like i loved you so early yeah same and because of all of my last relationships just crumbled yeah i was like i hope today she still loves me today it's like we talked about this actually that song will you still love me tomorrow will you still love me tomorrow we, yeah. I, I was just thinking about that yeah i felt the same but i was like no i just got my independence and I shoved yeah. them to the freaking bottom. That's right. But it was hard. Like I would, I still felt them. Like I still yeah. was like, I wonder if he likes me as much as I like him. And especially since we were both the more romantic people yeah. in our previous relationships. Or like we, like we're the chasers or like the, yeah. you know, the people that uh, we both always felt like we'd be the one that liked the other person more. Yes. I think that helped. But yeah, it really, we just found someone that had the same love language as us. That's it. It helps with that for like, sure. You definitely like quality time. Yeah, not saying that you guys need to break up over this. Maybe even physical touch. It's just that there are differences. Either you can reconcile those differences and understand them, maybe understand your partner a little better, or you find that you need that out of somebody and that's just a different conversation. Yeah, and then there's also this whole variable of like, we don't know him very well. So no. maybe he is a person that doesn't want to take it very seriously. I don't know. I don't know. There's some, uh, you're a 24, yeah. 24 year old dudes. Sometimes they are just like, whatever, bro. You know? And I don't <laughs> yeah, know. No, I don't, don't, I don't, know. I don't know. know him. We're not saying he is like I'm that. I'm not saying he is like that. Yeah. I don't want to worry you even no, further. Please don't worry. But I, I'm not hearing any red flags from this. I just hear different love languages. I think that is a red flag. Oh, you do? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. If I missed you and you didn't miss me after a week, I, I'd be sad. Yeah, that would be... I don't can't imagine I don't know if I could actually like have build a whole relationship if in the very beginning you don't even miss me after a week. Yeah, that's hard. I don't know. That's like, hard. I think that, yeah, it is separate love languages, but love languages are super important in relationships. And if you want to do this as just like, this is my first relationship and let's just like work through it and do and like learn from it, then that's fine. I mean, like I'm not telling you to break up. I'm not hitting the breakup button, but I just, I am kind of like red flaggy about it. Like if this was not your yeah, first relationship. I guess I wasn't thinking of it like that because like I just thinking back now, like yeah. what you just said. I don't think there's a day I haven't talked to you in like I don't even know how long. Yeah, and when when we've been like gone day. for like multiple days, like, like we both really oh, miss we, each we, other. It's crazy. It's and bad. I don't know if I could be with someone that didn't miss me after yeah. after being with you. Yeah. Like, I like I mean my next boyfriend. I don't know. He's like, got a, a huge order. <laughs> he has like huge big order. shoes to fill. Big shoes. Literally, I got a, a thirteen foot. <laughs> yeah, thirteen. Uh, I don't know. The doctor didn't measure that. Shoe. Steve's two, two inches shorter I'm than two, I'm thought. six two and I'm six <laughs> six two one now. and a half maybe. I might even be shorter than that right now. Bro, I think you're shrinking by the day. I think I am. I think I might be five like, eleven. Honestly, I could give you my old clothes because like okay. 
You might have. You you might know, it's funny. As I was just in a plane, and I was like, "There's no room for my fucking head." I guess that's just normal six two shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so there's parts of this that is first relationship stuff, but there's other parts that I'm like, oh, maybe you're finding out now that like your love language is really important, and like this is something that you, this is where you want to like, this is a standard that you want in your yeah. relationships. I don't know. I, I don't know you, and I don't know. Uh, maybe give it a couple of months. You know, like may, it, it could be a new spark thing, and maybe you'll fall into it and be in more of a relaxed, chill mode. Frankly, I don't think there's anything we can tell her to make her break up anyway. Yeah. Just not saying we, yeah. that we would, but I'm just saying, like, I get it. You're your first. Relationship. You're just gonna have to go through it. You got to go through yeah. this. Yeah. Just, just, just go through it. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Go through it, and don't just don't try to outthink this. No. You gotta just let your heart you know kind of work this thing your out. first priority is school anyway and exactly. i'm glad that you're still prioritizing that you know you've even said like i'm missing this thing because i have to do school and that's good do that Folk, don't be definitely. mad at him because he's doing stuff and you're doing school right he, he got to do he got to get to his thing she seems very aware yeah, she about seems that aware. Yeah. yeah i'm just saying for other people listening it just hurts her that if roles were reversed he wouldn't miss her that much that does suck or at least he wouldn't express it if he doesn't. But it sounds like he doesn't even say like, "Oh, it I do miss like you." It. I'm just not. It sounds <laughs> expressing like yeah. It's always it's always weird. Yeah, you. I I don't know. I think it's important to me that my partner's thinking about me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, I agree. But feel it out. Feel it out. Don't be too uh, aggressive, because uh, that'll just drive them away further. But also, I don't know. Man, this is a tough one. It is tough because there's no one answer. There isn't. It's because like, you know, I've developed my own set of standards. Yeah. Personally, wouldn't wouldn't settle for it. Right. But I think it's because I had to go through all that exactly. stuff. So it's like, exactly. you know. So we'll, we'll stick to that one. We'll stick to that one. Just go through it. Go through it. Have fun. Try to enjoy yourself yeah, as much as possible. I was with the, like one of one of my many exes. God. I was with an ex and um and I had a tarot card reading and uh she was I was like is he you know this hurts so much but like I'm confused because he acts like he's into me but then he acts really cold and it's very hot and cold and I was like really confused about it and the like the card that came up was this card she's like oh yeah he's not the one but you're gonna learn a lot from this relationship so just like just roll with it like There's going to be a lot of ups and downs, but it's going to really deepen your emotional well, and then you'll be able to help other people with it, which is exactly what fucking happened. That's crazy. So, You've had some great psychic readings, I have to say. Yeah. I, I well, she was the too. same one that predicted she, know, you. She did good. Yeah. She did really good. She was the only one I was like, well, oh, no, those two. Those two. Because I was at Trish Paytas' party, and that oh, chick was like, right. you're about to come into a fuck ton of money. And then I went to your chick, and she's like, you're about to come into a fuck ton of money. I was like, whoa. That's two psychics. Two different places. Give me money. No. When do I get my money? You don't. I did get a $500 Amazon card today. There you go. From his uh, staking rewards. You're welcome. That's the type of passive shit you could get. What was the other? Crypto. Sophia? No. Was Sophia? Yeah. Yeah. Sophia. You could be, get. you could be, this could be you, but you're playing. Let's go. Right? Love it. It's Gucci. Um, All right. Well, good luck out there. Uh, For real. Good luck. Sweat. Apple cakes, apple sweat cakes. I think we have time for one more. more. There's a cup. There's a lot of questions left, yeah. so we'll definitely be doing more. So email us if you want. Podcast at Nikki Um This one is titled "Scary Set of Questions, Compliments, and Ugh." Sorry. Let's go. Okay. Hi, Nikki and Steve. It's Joy again. I'm so happy you guys were able to answer my questions. It made me smile because I truly think you are amazing. If you don't remember me, I'm the girl who asked your advice about how to get the ball rolling to become an actress, especially after my mom yes, had been in course. a coma. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Wow. And we love you. Um, I also happen to ask if selling your virginity was a good idea. It was a fantastic <laughs> That's another <laughs> here nor there. I want to thank you guys. A lot of the things you said... Um, helped me set a to-do list so I could start following my passion and gave some relief. So I also wanted to apologize. When you were reading my email, I heard how difficult it was to read. With my wordiness, my bad grammar, and just how long it was despite me trying to keep it short, made me cringe. I'm not a good, as oh, good a writer can't read. as I think I am. Yeah, it's small screen. Nikki can't read. My email sounded like I was all over the place when I was just trying to be concise. You're fine. I do that all the time, but in talking. 
Like I'm trying to like yes. brevity, but I like can't like leave out any detail, and then Nikki, I go back and try to fill in. Nikki details. cannot do the brevity thing. Oh, it's so she hard. Cannot do it. I'm it's much a, better in email actually because I can edit it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are good at text actually. Uh, but it took me like five hours to write like this short <laughs> paragraph. Uh, I sounded younger than I am, so embarrassing, but I'll try to do better this time. I have a couple more questions for you, if that's okay. Something I, meant, something I mentioned in my previous response was, I've set a bit of a timeline for myself, more specifically for my early 20s, and I know eventually I might have to let it go. Nikki, you said you were guilty of that too until you realized time is a social construct. And Steve, you said things are meant to happen as they come along. Thank you both for reminding me that all I can do is let things flow and stop forcing it. I love that. It gave me some clarity and allowed me to release some of the expectations I had on how quickly I want a career. That's awesome. There's a beauty in knowing you're not in control. Yeah. I mean, have goals, but don't beat yourself up in things that you can't control. Of course. But I recently realized two things. One, I'm scared that I'm not going to accomplish my dreams and I'm waste, I'm just wasting time to end up with nothing. I'm scared of having a sad, quote unquote, legacy. And two, most of all, I have a phobia of death. Dying too early or dying when I'm old. Oh, both of those. Oh. Well, you're going to face one of those. One of they're going to happen. You're going to face one. Dying tragically or dying peacefully. <laughs> Okay, both. One of those is going to happen. Very dark. Uh, dying because of a disease or dying by accident. Really just dying in general and having to find out what happens after that. It's scary to think. It's scary to think about what I haven't done and what I really want to do in my life before leaving this planet. Marriage, kids, career, happiness is it, all of that in its entire, entirety. If I had a choice, I'd want to be 30 and live forever. Dude, same. 30s, early 30s. Have oh been my god loved it love love it loving it it's my favorite time ever okay but it got me thinking about fears and phobias in general i'm also scared of needles and i'm claustrophobic wow okay i think you need a therapist first of all if you haven't had one already but i'm gonna continue um we I say was, that to everyone by the way yeah, we you're, do you're not yeah no but all these are things good things to bring it's up it's a good thing to bring up yeah. these are normal things to think about and i've i've brought these things up to a therapist and really helped Okay, but I was wondering about you guys. I know you, Nikki, struggle with anxiety and depression. Same girl, and you both had to, quote unquote, reevaluate what you want in life, and now you're happier than ever. Yes. But what are some of your rational slash irrational fears or phobias that make your heart race whenever you think about it? And do you have any advice for me? Uh, something I want to mention quickly is my previous email when I asked about selling my v card i was really trying to ask how do i find love or really how do i start dating in general like i said i'm turning 21 this year and i haven't had that much experience with dating guys i'm actually attracted to i know it'll happen naturally but i gotta start somewhere and i'm lonely i'm a really bad introvert slash homebody i hate dating apps and i don't really have people to hang out with in my free time i just need some guidance much love to the iceman og kitten lover one thanks joy joy are you a pisces just joy. i just want to know I think this is very Pisces energy, but very Pisces energy. Very Pisces you. energy. I was thinking it. Right? Every, uh, everyone was thinking it. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? Look, no. I go look. First thing I would say from what I, you know, I think honestly, you do need friends. I think having friends would be great. Things about people to bounce things off. People, of. yeah, just people to bounce things off of, and um, so like maybe look for clubs that are within like things you're interested yeah, in, yeah, common interests, and just find people who are doing the same thing as you and. This is very easy for me to say, by the way, because I kept on falling into places that had that for me. Like yeah, I really got lucky with that because I kept on wherever I went, there's like, boom, you open the doors and everyone there wants to do that. And I'm like, cool, I want to do this too. Yeah. It was like really easy to get yeah. in there for me. Um, so I can't imagine probably what you're going through where you're like, well, I'm not sure. That's much harder, right? So I'm giving you advice on a pedestal, but I do believe that that is really something you should focus on is trying to find some group of people who are doing something that you like. So you just be around other people. Yeah. Another thing I that's that off the top of my head from reading this, you're 21 and you're very scared about not hitting all your goals and all this stuff. I think the more that you try to overplan your life, the farther away you are from reaching your goals because all you're thinking about is that disparity between where you are now and where you want to be. And you're constantly thinking about that. And so your brain can't form a new reality in which your goals exist. You're just, you're stuck in this reality in which they don't. And you're thinking about how much you want that other thing. And that's just a bad place to be in. Instead, I, I want you to focus more on like your present life and what the things about it that you really like and how to expand on those. Like really yes, just sure. every day think about the things that you really, really, really fucking like about your life. Not the things you are scared of not having, but the things that you currently right now fucking love. And think about that first and then think about how you want to build on that and how excited you, you'll you be or like whatever the feeling is, like picture getting that thing you want. What's the feeling that you get when you have it? Is it relief? Mm -hmm. Is it confidence? Is it 
Is it like overwhelming gratitude? Like what is the feeling that you get? Think about that. Don't think about the fear of not getting it. Think about what you feel like when you get it and how excited you're going to be when you have it. Like that, like that's the energy you need to be in. Love it. And let's be real too. Yeah. So I'll never forget. I'm like, you know, I get, I get this movie role and I remember just, just being not that interested in preparing for it compared to like the other things that I was interested in. So don't feign interest in something just because like it sounds 10 cool. years ago, you're like, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Maybe that's not where you're at right now. Maybe maybe your interest changed, right? So you have to you have to really be honest with yourself and say like, okay, like because when you when you hear the wake up grind culture, okay, wake up grind is like wake up and work towards your goal. But if you're not fucking passionate about that goal, yeah. And you, if you have to force yourself to do something, you're screwed. Yeah. You're screwed. Yeah. Because if you're not just waking up and you need to fucking do it anyway, yeah. you're screwed. You have to have something that turns you on. Yes. Okay, so. You can't wait to do it. While you're talking about that, I don't know why I had this image pop in my head, but I had this image of like, let's say you're an astronaut and all your life you're like, I'm going to the fucking moon. Okay. So then <laughs> you finally got into NASA. You're an astronaut. You're going to the fucking moon. Maybe not NASA because like maybe they wouldn't let you do this. But okay, so you're on your way and you're like in your rocket ship and on your way to the moon, there's this dope ass planet like that oh no one knows God. about Sick. and it has all of your favorite shit on it like beautiful beaches tons of kittens like people are partying there's like a whole like culture there that's like so fucking tight nah take me to the moon and you're like what I said I was gonna go to the moon exactly. and it's like you know pictures of the moon are just this desolate cold wasteland of rock but and Buzz Aldrin called it magnificent desolation sh- oh sure Oof. but now you're like holy shit this place makes my heart sing and I'm, but my goal said I had to go to the moon <laughs> and it's, it, then you get to the moon and you're like, why the fuck did I come here? It's like desolation isn't that magnificent. Yeah. It's just a bunch of rocks. And you're just going to be like, man, I wish I would have stopped at that other place. And that's what the reevaluation part is like, be honest. What turns you on right yes. now? Like, yes. is it, how important is it to you that, that you achieve this thing when your heart's no longer in it? By the way, people always do this thing too, where they're like, what would I tell my childhood self? You know what I'd tell my childhood self? Probably stop fucking drooling and pick up your toys. What I have to explain myself to my fucking childhood How self? How old of a child is this? I don't know. He's like three years old. Okay, that's fine then. I'm like, yeah. I picture an eight-year-old. Like, First of all, stop shitting yourself. Well, don't tell your three-year-old. Don't so They're not going to remember anything anyway. I'm just saying. People always act like they have to explain themselves to their fucking childhood self. I'm like, yeah, okay. How about don't set a fire in your yard? How you? How about you explain to me why you wanted to do that? Don't I don't have to explain myself to you. I'm Sounds not fucking fun. But exactly, it does sound fun, especially when you you I'm, didn't pay for that. I'm yard. just tired of that meme. I'm tired. Yeah, of it. I would tell you. Tell your 20 year old self is better though. That's way better. Yeah. Um. Okay. The other thing I wanted to say, and that I feel like would help you a little bit, is um, humans by nature want certainty, and we've talked about this in other episodes like by nature your biological instinct is to want certainty and security and it comes from survival like biologically the more certain you are that you could survive in a place the better your lineage had to survive in a place and so you you want certainty you want to know that if i eat this berry it's going to be nutritious and not kill me you want certainty great survival however it in the modern world that kind of can screw us over because nothing is certain like things that are modern goals aren't things that are certain. And so, and we wouldn't want them to be anyway because it's fucking boring. Because if you knew exactly what was going to happen, it's not exciting. It sucks actually. Like if you knew everything that was going to happen, would you be excited about life? No, part of actually, if you were really honest with yourself, part of the thrill of life is the unknown part, is the aspect that it there's a chance it couldn't happen. And that like you took a risk and like, oh, we'll see, you know, and that you really tried for something and not knowing, not knowing for sure it's going to happen. You give yourself the best odds, you know, give yourself the tools and give yourself a chance and like root for yourself. But the fact that you don't know is actually more exciting, especially when you get there. Couldn't agree more. You look back and you and you have a story to tell, not like, well, my whole life I knew this was going to happen and now it happens like. 
Like that's fucking boring. It's not a great biography. Like, the whole the whole thing was how much you tried to get there. Even the failures you had along the way. Like that whole story is so much more exciting and and interesting. So I know it sucks not knowing what's going to happen, but it's also the fun part of life. And you're having a human experience right now and you chose to be here for that fucking fun aspect of it. Absolutely. So. Well put. Good luck. Good luck out there. Even the things that you're like, oh, this sucks. I failed. Like those things are going to be part of the story. They're the best parts of the story, dude. They're the best parts. I'm telling you, the parts where you won... You don't learn from your wins. You learn from your L's. Yes. And so your L's really toughen you up and they shape you for the next W. And so be very thankful even when you're encountering the L's because you're that's when you're you're earning your degree. Yeah. Uh, you know, winning is always a great time, but man, oh man, have I learned from losing. Yeah. Say that. So true. Even the worst moments I could think of. Oh yeah. Like I look back and I'm like, yeah, but I wouldn't feel this way today. Yep. Or be think this thankful today. And feel like I have more of a a sense of like a confidence in behind my decisions. Mm-hmm. Because I know from being in different situations, like I have more of a guidepost. And it it sucks going through it. it I'm not going to tell you it won't suck. It will suck. Honest and then like thinking about death and all that stuff. I'll stop thinking about death and all that stuff, but like death is inevitable. It's going to happen. And you, whether you, it's just going to happen. Like just accept that it's going to happen. And it's, I mean, like there's nothing else you could do. Let go of the things you can't control. Yeah. This is the best advice I can give you. And it's not easy to do, it's but it's not productive. It but makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. You and, can't control it. So, and the way that, well, like, how do I stop thinking about that stuff? Well, the, you think about the things that you love. Like, I, what I said in the beginning was just like, think about the things that you love currently right now and that you're working on. When your mind is working on a thing and you love the thing you're working on, you're not thinking about death. You're not going to, maybe uh, when you go to bed at night, but hopefully you're doing something that makes your heart sing so much that you're not thinking about death. You're just thinking about all the all awesome life that you're living. You got to focus on the light sometimes. Yeah. Anyways, we hope that you, we wish you very well. We wish you very well. And I just want everyone to know you're all going to die. Everybody's going to die. Okay. And everyone go to sleep with that. That's right. Thought. Unless of course we were talking to an AI Peter. We are not talking about <laughs> you. Perhaps you're in the future listening to us and you actually figured that out. Well, guess what? We're not talking about you. My therapist says that, and none of this goes into spirituality, but like, I don't think, I think your physical body dies. I don't think that you die. Well, your therapist is a fucking quack. <laughs> well, she didn't say that. She's like, she asked me what my thoughts are. And I said that. Well, you're a fucking quack. I'm a quack. All right. So there it is. Nikki's so a there it is. <laughs> okay. Well, see I you said guys. in the beginning, like, it's not, I'm not an expert. I'm a quack. That's it. And enjoy my business and sell things to your Hey, friends. that's a nickname. You're a quack. We can start with that. That's your nickname. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, please check us out on Patreon. Uh, patreon.com slash sticky s-t-i-k-k-i and uh yeah we appreciate you guys for being here thanks Please read thanks for your questions if you have a question podcast at nikki.lemo i'll leave a link in the description check out all the things we told you to buy and thanks for recommending our podcast jansen thanks jansen you freaking rock whatever kind of name that is we love you and i gotta go win in a tournament now hey Bye. jansen it works in a office commercial all right let's get a better first name next time thanks jansen it sounds like a musical instrument store I could see that. I would go there. And I'd be like, do you guys have audio cables? Like Jansen, like you see it on like mm-hmm. amplifiers. Mm-hmm. I could totally see it. Yeah. Or like, you know, like um, I could see it being a band. You're thinking of Hanson. Oh, I was thinking of Hanson. I can't see it as a band. Mm-bop. I can't see it as a band actually. Because you're right. I was thinking of Hanson. I was thinking of Jan Brady, to be honest. Like oh, that okay. was the first image that popped in my mind. Oh, okay. And then Jan Oh, maybe Brady. it's like Jan's son. It's like she was the least popular female Brady, and it's like her son, and this is his story. That's exactly it. See, that, that's good. That's Oh, that's, we feel like we know you now. Aw, that's something I would put on my list of things to watch. I have a list of 300 things. I'd put it right at the bottom. We love you. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>